Alright guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce this week's part one of the New Music Saturday podcast. And we kick off with our good friend Ill-Advised, who is live in the house, virtually in the house, uh, talking to us about his uh, forthcoming uh, release, a single that comes out next week, if you're listening to this in real-time-ish. Um, he talks to us about a complete change in direction, both musically and in terms of his release map, and we have a little conversation about mythical creatures. We kind of go everywhere, and then we play some amazing music, including some pretty proggy stuff, so I think you're really going to enjoy it, because we always get um, big thumbs up when we play prog. I think you're all kind of secret prog fans, which is pretty cool, and it doesn't need to be a secret, because it's awesome. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for uh, telling your friends, tuning in, having a lovely time we enjoy it you obviously enjoy it so cheers for that uh here is part one without further ado hi this is dave from say yes do nothing and you're listening to new music saturday It is Saturday night, so welcome to New Music Saturdays by self, Dr. Bones, the dog of rock, many things, but non-medical doctor, and my co-host and partner in crime, Mike Five, the character we wish they were. What's happening, Mike? Good evening, brother. Yeah, I'm good. I've had um, a pretty good week. Uh, I took a day off work yesterday and did some homeschooling, which was uh, terrifying um, with, with, uh, with William, and... Uh, um, 
and I've listened to quite a lot of music, so it's been pretty good. I'm living the dream. How about you? Oh, it was a pretty good week. I got a lot of cool stuff on Bandcamp yesterday on Bandcamp Friday, so very cool. Really enjoyed that. So, uh, and thankfully, actually, um, three songs from the purchases we played tonight, which is awesome. But nice. other, it's been a good week, and we're welcoming back, uh, I guess, one of the most regular uh, um, guests on NMS besides Lee from the far north. Welcome back, Harry. What advice? How's it going, buddy? Hey, man. Thanks for having me, guys. So uh, we understand you got some big news, so we'll let you get right into it. Oh, geez. Where, where do I begin? Um, <laughs> so this was just my elaborate scheme to get back on the show. So. <laughs> It worked. There's no announcements, but you're on, so it worked. <laughs> uh, no, so we're playing a new song called Faded Tonight, premiering uh, world premiere on NMS. And, um, yeah, uh, there's been a sort of a change in trajectory here. Um, I don't know if you know, I should just get right into it or if I need <laughs> <or> <laughs> I think you can get right into it. I think I think it's one of those where if we try and um, people are going to be surprised by this song, and if we try and prompt you in a certain direction, it's not going to. You just got to go for this. Well, um, it's not what you would you would expect, from me, um, Mr. Industrial Dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, it surprised me. I'll put it that way. Um, and maybe we should just play it first and then talk about it. Yeah, well, this is the, probably the quickest uh, we've ever played a song uh, by, by a band, so let's go right <laughs> away. So here we go with Ill-Advised and the world premiere of a song called Faded. Dig this. Take you home 
like two distant ships adrift without a compass. You can't decide, silence belies your many times. Can I feel winter's chill? But the spring is coming. called faded now we definitely want to hear what you guys think on twitter so let's let's uh for for lack of better words let's blow up twitter with uh some uh thoughts on the new song my thoughts personally uh i yes i am a fan but i was telling uh harry off air saying that you know what you've thrown so many curveballs over the years that you know new and different changes expected and I'm excited to hear what you have planned or what you've done to, to switch things up. I mean, I know this is kind of like almost like a full like, well, 360, uh, possibly 180, but point being is it was really cool because the uh, first and foremost, I just, the, the harmonies were awesome. I loved, I loved how you, how you worked that in, into, into the song. And I just, it was nice change because yes, it was a little bit more poppy, but you know, it had a good still, uh, Kind of uh, not not quite the the, the gothic industrial like they, uh, like you put out in the past, but still has just a, just a little bit of a dark twist on it as, as far as um, the some of the bridges and and just the this the, the um, well the, the, the some of the, some timing signatures. So like just but just generally speaking, it was a great tune. Loved it. Oh, thank you. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna. Um... I'm going to say this right off because I just said this to your fair. I completely didn't expect this. <laughs> so, like, you just, I think you just said, oh, Mr. Dark Industrial. It's just so completely different. Um, and it's really, I mean, look, we're going to talk a little bit in a minute because there's a bit of a, a change of plan from where we were last time, a bit of a um, pivot. <laughs> I don't think it's a 360 or I think it's like a 1080. If anyone remembers that 1080 snowboarding game. I oh, yeah. Like, yeah, of course. So three spins maybe my math isn't very good anyway it's like whoa and then back again and then one more time yeah all right here i am um but it's kind of the reason i say that is because you definitely end up facing forward but you've definitely gone uh, got dizzy halfway through <laughs> <laughs> but, but um i just yeah i really like it i mean you've done kind of ballady type songs before and you know it's all about melody and musicality but this is just like Oh, I'm going over here now. But you've you've done that thing where it's it's still it's you. I think your voice probably makes it very you because you always have that um, 
like a beautiful tube amplifier it's just on the edge of breakup is where it sticks your voice does that really well he did in this song as well um but yeah man i mean that was that was pretty beautiful to be honest with you. that was an absolutely cracking tune and it did just make me smile um once again i've listened to it a few times this week already obviously but it really did make me smile um so you mentioned that there's uh obviously last time we spoke you were releasing lizia 2 uh which i probably still can't pronounce properly and, the, and then there's going to be there's going to be the third <laughs> then there's going to be the third part of the trilogy and then like a week ago we get a message going hey guys hey, uh, <laughs> so, kind of so, scrapped that idea <laughs> well tell us about it tell us about to where, where you are and, and what you did because there's a few things happening there. yeah um, you know to to go to kind of so, as you probably had me on a bunch of times, and I'm pretty cagey about uh, what the songs are about, what's, uh, you know, and that comes from a perspective of, you know, um, I feel like people want to know what the songs are about, but when they find out, it kind of ruins it, you know what I mean? Which is why sure. I never put your you draw from your own experiences when you hear music. And I've always tried to write music that, although it comes, I could point out to every line and be like, this is what this was inspired by. Right. I write it that it's general enough that it's not like so specific that you can't relate to it. Um, but, you know, Lusia 2 was a record that, I mean, made at the height of COVID and, or I guess if you're in the U.S. now, it's still the height of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, but, you know, it was a dark record. And uh, a childhood friend of mine, uh, which I told you guys beforehand, so just so everyone doesn't think that I'm dropping some massive bomb, uh, <laughs> but a childhood friend of mine committed suicide over the summer. And although the album, a lot of the songs were written before that, it definitely took on a different turn, um, in a different headspace. Right. When Instinct Fails uh, is a song that's very much about that. It's very much a anti-suicide song because it's kind of the lyric uh, but on and on life goes, you know, um, just kind of I've had a couple people in my life who have killed themselves and over the years and um you know life goes on you know people think it as they say it's a, a permanent solution to temporary problem um you know and you know when instinct fails refers to the title is basically a you know the natural instinct of other animals other than humans is they cannot inside right. it's like natural uh, fail safe and so that's where the whole title when instinct fails comes from but it so putting that record out was cathartic but also incredibly difficult and you know I was working on Lizio 3 um, and I just kind of all these songs were kind of going in a different direction and uh, you know I felt like I'm not sure I I don't know that I can just make a funeral journey of the album. 
you know, a lot of these songs like they were in a different world. Right. Um, and around shortly after Lazio 2 came out, I, I reconnected with someone. And it brought up a lot of different emotions and I think kind of spurred this sort of shift in a way. A lot of things I had felt but had kind of, you know, when you're a musician, you know, an artist, boring and all that stuff, you kind of, the last, you know, since I put out this record in 20 it's kind of been a whirlwind, it's kind of been mm-hmm. roller coaster starts and, and there you go. Um, so, yeah, it, it kind of, I was surprised by this. But I felt compelled. Um, so, you know, I mean, at this point, uh, long story short, I have basically nine songs finished for a new record. Um, and the record's called Carp's Bitch, which is um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quite a difference. Um, and I just felt held to go down this road. And um, that doesn't mean there won't be a third Lizia. Because right. God, I already have all the songs written for it. But I, you know, if it ends where it ends with Lizia 2, then I'm happy with it. If I, it's more to say. Maybe a third one will come out. But at this point, I'm just kind of letting the music take me where it wants to go instead of trying to, like, I have, have right. to and I think there's so. First of all, thank you for sharing that. And we, yes. you know, we, we deliberately uh, didn't. You know, we we let you say that in whatever way you wanted to say that, rather than trying. Yeah, um, that that's that's not our, our our business to say. That's that's a little bit too uh, uh, deeply emotionally tied. That you know, that's something that uh, you should speak about, not us, because it's not our place to. Yeah, but I th- I think so. Thank you for that. But also, I think. You know, there's something. Uh, I think it's really brave to say it as well because, uh, and I'm going. I, this is sort of a two-parter, right? Because I'm going. You know, obviously, you know, your friend committing suicide is is awful, and it's, you know, I can't even imagine. Um, but I think as well in the current world that we live in, and you know, everything that's going on all over the world. In you know, th- there's this one shared experience, which is, you know, global pandemic equates to alien invasion. Um, but there's also that you know. So many you know, there's different ways of dealing with it there's there's all of the politics there's all of the personal stuff there's everything else and you know you just mentioned obviously you know being a musician you're almost sort of compelled to do certain things in a certain way and there are so many people that probably feel absolutely right with you about everything that's going on and i think it's i think it's really important that we we say you know this is what happened to this person head on. You know, they felt they couldn't, you know, carry on uh, and decided to, um, you know, to, to end their life. But, you know, what you're, what I feel you're saying is, you know, that's, that is against our natural instincts. That is, or it's against the natural instinct of animals. It's human beings have this stupid, you know, way of overthinking things and coming to the wrong conclusions perhaps. Um, but I think that's really important just to say that. But then also, that leads me, and I might be joining dots that don't exist, but that leads me to say, well, this then becomes coming out of that a sign of the fact that life carries on. There is always hope. There is always something to reach and to grab for, and you can always change direction. That, for me, takes on a completely different message or a completely 
um, new message. And again, I do overthink and read you <laughs> pretty much. But I think that's a really important um, kind of statement, if you will, without wanting to trivialise, obviously, something that's an absolute issue. But I think that's a really important um, thing. And on top of that, it's a really great song, so that obviously helps. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Do you, I mean, <clears throat> do you... Um, that wasn't a question. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> so do you feel that you will go back to this year three at some point at this stage, or do you just not know? Because I'm excited about what's happening next, by the way. I'm really excited, but I'm intrigued by, you know, where this takes you as well. Uh, I mean, no, that you made some great points that I, I totally agree with. It did feel like know how this ends. You know what I mean? Like, there's, I, I mean, what did Billy Corbin say once? Keep putting out, don't put anything back in your soul. You right. kind of and I kind of felt like, oh God, I mean, yeah, it, it felt like, do I really want to spend three to six months, like, doing this again you know what i mean do i really want because I, I can go to that place i mean you guys heard my music it's not right. like make stuff up i haven't struggled with the same emotions that my friend i mean anyone who listens to my music with lyrics knows i mean it's i've been in that place many a time and i'm sure i will be again so but this is kind of like Mike, like you were saying, it's kind of something after this. It there's just been a shift um, that was kind of just triggered in my own mind and emotions that you know that I could one of the one of the you know really I think great things about the song songs I've written, many of which are kind of love songs for lack of another, is like it proved to me that I could make what I thought to be good music that wasn't you know kind of all rooted in darkness because sometimes right. you know the very cliche like you have to be miserable and it's kind of just that and it's not really feeling and it's giving me that you know sky is the limit because i mean you know a lot of a lot of people hearing my stuff like yeah this is a shock but i mean you know i have songs on that have like Niles Rogers funk guitar it's like I grew up on you know it's like there's right. there's part of me that you know I used to say ill-advised is amplification of one has my personality so this is guys get like 180 degree view or a, or a 1080 change you know <laughs> right now we're finally expanding up to view to you know widescreen to HD um, you know and, and that's what and I think you know it's like you say it's not like you've not written a love song or a, a ballad right. ballad ballad's one of those words where because I've been listening to loads of random things <laughs> I don't <laughs> I'm thinking flutes but that's slightly different um, but you know what I mean it's it's but it's not like you've not done this but it is definitely kind of a, a, 
a sidestep or a diagonal step forward, if you like. It's kind of a, oh, I'm going over here and I'm going over there. But I think you've always done that. I Bonesy said, we're not shocked that you've pivoted, <laughs> uh, if you like. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's just interesting, um, fascinating, really, to, to see the direction and the... Um, you know the mood and everything else what strikes me as well though is you know you you remind me in many ways of jimmy page jimmy page has always been my favorite ever guitarist me and my brother argue extensively when we're drunk <laughs> when, we, when we when we're up late three in the morning drinking arguing over favorite guitarists he says jimmy hendrix every time the re i love jimmy hendrix don't you wrong but he kind of did one thing and expanded out a little bit and obviously you know the last album in particular was a bit more expansive but Jimmy Page can do absolutely anything and nail it. He's not like Jack of all trades, master of none. He's like, I'm mastering everything and I'll do a bit of jacking over here as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Phrasing. Like, yeah, phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, right? Who would have thought that? <laughs> but I feel like it, it is also showing this, uh, it, or it's not showing, it is actually amplifying uh, to, to use a word that I think you used a minute ago in a different context, but it's amplifying actually some of the talent you have just by going, well, I can also do this, but it's not just like I'm doing it in a little crappy side project way. I'm just going to do this you know, just as well, if not better than everything else I've ever done. Or, you know, next, what's, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing, you know, funk guitars and Christ, I reckon you'll release a country song one day that I'll actually <laughs> like. <laughs> I've been found out now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I could jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> I, I want to hear you rap. <laughs> I, 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 uh, um, yeah, I don't know if I can do country. The <laughs> uh, rap album is now been found out. You're revealing all my secrets. No. Um, <laughs> We're outing him. No, it, yeah, it, it's, you know, I've never wanted to be pigeonholed. You know what I mean? Oh, fair enough. Oh, yeah. That that's like a thing too, and and I, you know, I'll, I'll put it this way: like a lot of, and I may have said this in the past. I don't, but I mean, I kind of view myself more as a, in the sense of like a classical composer or a painter. In that, you know, take Bowie for example, amazingly talented, but he frequently bring in someone like. Niles Rogers uh, to do the Let's Dance records. You know, someone who could, you know, or Carlos uh, Al, is it Alomar? Yeah, Carlos Alomar. Um, you know, people who are, you know, Mick, you know, during Ziggy to kind of like who could bring in a different, I guess, perspective or approach that would, even though he was very much in control of the sound, would help kind of bring a skill set that he didn't have to put him in a different mindset that would allow him to create different types of music, right. you know, even if it was black in a jazz band. And for me, I've always, you know, kind of viewed it as, you know, music, and it's not a bad thing. It's just difference in how you work. Um, you know, it's rock music. And there's very collaborative. Music. Right. And producer you have, you know, and everyone's kind of, you know, putting different ingredients into the, hot to make something cool um but the way music is now too in a pop context is like six songwriters nine producers you know the label gets to say you got to do this um and there's not like 
a singular artist or a single songwriter, at least on the mainstream level. Many exist, I, I'm not right. saying, but, um, you know, and I feel like, although it's fine to have the songs by committee thing that are these, you know, these Max Martin songs, those right. are great. That's awesome. Do your thing. Um, nothing wrong with that, but there needs to be a balance. And that's my main critique of the mainstream or the music industry as a whole is they're focused on everyone else. Like, oh, you know, that's right. kind of reality. And that's, I don't have anything. I love pop. I love hip hop. It's like people want to hear other styles of music. You know, they want to hear pop. They want to hear um, some great art. They like to hear some rock and roll, you know? Um, and that's just not, you know, at least on the mainstream level is not really there. But, right. you know, back to my point, I, I mean, what I'm saying is like, I've thought, okay, you know, these are the, I love Bowie. I love, you know, Reznor, Prince, Billy Corgan, Sasha Pumpkins. You know, I love all these artists, uh, Todd Rodden, you know, and right. it's like, what would happen if instead of, you know, bringing in a producer who kind of makes this style of music, what if I challenged myself using my own abilities to a as a musician try and improve but also like what if i played the funk guitar what if i actually taught myself how to play that because right. that's how i feel music now we you know people keep saying when's the next scene gonna show up when's the next wave it's like i disagree i think at the point because there are regional segments you know music scenes because of the internet and social media right uh, it's really just all about what styles you have together what your perspective is and i feel like you know, ultimately, you know, Mike, to your point, like this song faded. Like if I didn't make the records I did for five years, this song could kind of be seen as, oh, this is kind of cringy. Is he? I mean, <laughs> I first heard, like, these lyrics are very different. They're still me, but there are lines where I'm like, oh God, I, I don't know. I wouldn't have written that five years ago, but it's kind of like when a heavy band makes like a ballad. You're like, it has a different feeling to it because you're like, oh, to, for them to make this, like, they have to really feel it. This isn't like, oh, I'm, like, making a Michael Buble. 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 That's my approach. It's, like, uh. back to the painter analogy or composer analogy. Like, it's one person doing it. You don't say, like, oh, well, hey, man, like, he needs to, like, mix this color better. Like, you know, that's the one thing that I don't get about some, at least for me. Like, I'm, like, you know, ultimately, it's... I have to figure it out for myself right. and and by doing everything myself um, it force no matter what I do it's going to sound like it was I could make a country record and because <laughs> I'm not as long as it's my interpretation my version of a country record like it's going to sound like ill advised and hopefully hopefully it will come across as authentic which is uh, kind of the point. Well, you're, you're, you're no Conway Twitty <laughs> There is a. It's funny you say that there because there's a Beastie Boys song. In fact, I think I think Mike D did an album called like Country Mike's Greatest Hits or something. <laughs> there's a Beastie Boys song or something about Country Mike, um, and I only remember it because I, I on the anthology Beastie Boys did an amazing anthology which yeah. had a live on it, which is just one of their best songs. And I just snuck it in at the end. Um, but it had this uh, one of the Country Mike tunes, and in the liner notes, so I don't think I ever 
I don't want to spoil it by looking up. I don't know if I, if it's true or if it's just something they wrote. But they basically said in the line of notes of the thing that um, he hit his head and kind of forgot who he was. And the record <laughs> company said, oh, just do your thing if that's what you need to do. And he thought it was this guy called Country Mike. I'm guessing it's all made up and it's hilarious. But it was so fucking good. <laughs> like, it was like, I'm Mike Deacon, I'm Country Mike. It was brilliant. It was so, so him, but so also in that ilk. It was fantastic. And you think, well... Doesn't that prove the point? Like, it, you know, actually, I think about all the amazing artists we play on the show, um, and all the amazing artists out there who, you know, we don't know who they are and they don't know who we are. What makes people unique is that they are them, as opposed to you know, there is so much in the mainstream that could actually be anyone, you know. And it's not it's not a criticism of the people writing the music. There are people that are paid very very well to be professional songwriters and, and go and make hits, and that's great. That's that's a talent in itself, but it gets lost when the, the personality part of it is taken away and you have that, you know, mass collaboration. that's not even collaborative is a very, very different thing. Whereas, you know, everything an artist does where they write it. And especially if you play all the instruments and program every beat and, you know, draw every, you know, MIDI thing into the right place. Probably. <laughs> kind of, you know, I found myself doing something the other day that was like, could I even play this in real life? No, yeah. but never mind. <laughs> that's part of the fun. That's part of the creativity. Um, but, you know, the, there is something about that that, that you know, then makes it you. So the genre doesn't matter, does it? Genre is irrelevant now anyway. We live in a post-music world, maybe. Um, but it, it's not about that. It's about feeling. It's about melody. It's about um, does, this, does this make the hairs on my arms stand up? Or does this you know, make me... Does it make me go, oh, what's that bass like? Does it make me do something right. or feel something or whatever? That's, that, to me, is what good music is about. Um, and, you know, you seem to you seem to keep being able to do that. So, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not a question, but I'll just let you talk. <laughs> no, um, thank you. I, yeah, it's, you know, you mentioned... Um, struggling during this time and you know it's uh it's one of those things where you know i feel like globally specifically in the west um we're kind of going through a reckoning um where it's been kind of like especially it's like it's used to reflect a lot of like Tonight is tonight, and we only have tonight, and it's the best night. That whole John Mulaney like joke, like how kind of this escapist sort of oh god mentality that's kind of in so. I don't think it's the only thing, but you know, it's it's so forced to just shove down our throats, and you know, now you're kind of seeing the effects of what happens when all the things people used to do, you know, going out, you know, oh man, absolutely, you know, is ripped away from them and I think a lot of people realize I mean I, I this is not coming from a place of judgment because we all do this in one way or another it's coming from you know they kind of go oh god what do I have right and like the distractions all the noise when I have to sit in silence when I'm and obviously isolated that's a big part of it we're social creatures but you know it's one of those things where you're like you kind of have to look within and both as as individuals and as a collective, and you know we're going through the real, the 
growing pains. And I, right. And I think music can play a real I used to at least in in, in kind of steering conversation. Um, I don't know about that anymore because it's unfortunately been so relegated to kind of this effervescent sonic wallpaper in the back, just like don't pay much attention to while you're doing something else. You know, it's not right. At least that's the way it's in the system that's promoted. Don't develop anymore. They don't. They don't sign anyone. If I had a dollar for everyone at a label who's been like, oh, wow, you're really talented, but, like, we don't do this type of music. Anymore. Right. You know, like, okay, well, then fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, that's kind of been my approach, too, is, like, I've uh, taken very much, like, this is how I'm doing Music industry is not like that anymore there aren't many artists who are like this is like what I believe in this is what I want to do and you know I'm not budging on this right. um, there's a lot of like you know trying to subvert trying to control trying to kind of you know you know we want this co-writer because then we get a cut we have a production deal with them so it's so much gets in the way of music and it's why a show like NMS is so great and because you know, the real aren't, you know, shows and communities that really bring new music from, you know, independent artists right. to people. It's very much, you know, a matter of, it's really a matter of money for a lot of people. Like, no, okay, fair enough, yeah. that's what it is. And, you know, that's just a reflection <laughs> That's just a reflection of our society. How much in our governments and business and in industries is just people who have money and relationships who just decide, well, we're you know we're getting a leg up, and, and it's not really a matter of you know what would people connect with, what would what deserves to be you know right. In, right. So I think what we're realizing too is that these big systems, even music, how do you define success in music? How do you define success as an artist how do you what does it mean to be an artist anymore you know i mean fair enough yeah. every answer but i don't we've been stuck in this like 20th century model where it's like oh you have to get on like you know something like stupid like saturday night live like and that's like <laughs> success compared to decades past no one watches it i mean oh, yeah, yeah. major labels and the pop music has never been less than it is now and the problem is that independent artists, many of whom listen to your show, it's like I've seen it. Like they're willing to, artists, young bands are willing to just do whatever to get signed. Like I don't, I will fucking, I will get all away if you just give me a shot. And then, you know, if everyone does that, then there's no scene, there's no community, there's nothing. Right. Everyone's willing to. Play to the lowest common denominator if it means getting success, if it means getting money, which by the way, most of the famous artists are not wealthy at all at all. They you know, the label owns they the cars are rented. They're not it's not on the level. And right. people believing this bullshit <laughs> and it's because 
it's like if we all recognized collectively and even on an individual level that you know like we have the power our, as 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 people involved in music who care about music we don't have to like pray to the major label god or the mainstream god or the media we can you know we've done it before look at punk look at you know i mean come on look at the right. alternative and the late 80s and early 90s like it didn't like come up we don't want to be on your label we're going to do our own thing we're going to have our own gigs our own labels our own record stores and for whatever reason you know the internet should have ushered in this you know amazing version of that and it hasn't it's just gotten like you have small scenes but you know of like on band camp that's great right. but we're still playing by the major label games where they get to dictate how much we get paid by the streaming services they they're just saying we're going to build our own and go fuck yourself <laughs> yeah and i feel like we're on par with society as a whole where people are realizing like why the fuck are we letting these really like even in america like really like you're giving people and go fuck yourself like are you fucking right. kidding me and people uh. are trying to go so i think there's a shit i don't know it's going to be a hell of a fight overall but you know hey i'm just fucking position but i love your passion about independence and you know just it that drive and that passion is is always something that comes through i absolutely love that sorry brains i didn't mean to cut you off oh no um that's fine um, I was going to ask you a completely random question. Please, please do. <laughs> Just because I always enjoy this. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, you've been on the show so many times, and I kind of have, like, I don't exactly have a list of random questions, but I do have things that pop into my head, and I always wonder if I've asked you before. Um, but my question for, for this evening was, um, which, um, how would you describe it? Which mythical creature <laughs> would... <laughs> in your opinion, would improve the world the most if it actually did exist? Would improve the world the most if it did exist? So are we talking like like unicorns and shit? Or are we like... Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, you know, unicorns, you dragons, mermaids, fairies, Loch Ness Monster, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, obviously, like, being, like, having a fucking Game of Thrones dragon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that would improve the world. If anything, that would probably make it a hell of a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything on fire. Like, oh, great, here comes the fucking dragon, man. Oh, God <laughs> damn I, it. I think that would, you know, if the question was which mythical creature would definitely make the world worse, I'd say a fire-breathing dragon would be right up there. But, but I was thinking, you know, the positive side. Well, <laughs> so, well there goes my fucking night. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you thought know, it was Mr. Like, oh, wow, such a ballady, lovey-dovey song. And then here I am talking about, like, yeah, man. Right? <laughs> Burn shit to the ground. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> Oh god! You know what mythical creatures are good though? Like that you really think of, right? Like they're all like these badass things that like break shit. 
It's such a good question. Well, maybe that's where the and why comes in. Maybe the answer is dragon, because if you train it, it'd be really easy to make toast. Maybe it's a simple <laughs> answer, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but then I'm thinking to myself, it's not that hard to make toast. There must be better ways we could apply, you know, it's not like the fucking Flintstones. Yeah, yeah. Animals, animals under the sink, you know, <laughs> licking up the plates. So we must be able to think of something better here. Uh, what about fairies? Fairies are pretty good, aren't they? Although they're a bit sort of, um, I don't know, maybe they're a bit cheeky. They go off piece, wouldn't they, and cause chaos probably. Okay. Yeah, they'd be. Maybe the answer's just none of them. I don't know. Well, um, that was depressing. Maybe, maybe if you tell me the bad news in a good way, <laughs> Robert Frost is coming. He's gonna, he's gonna kill us all. That, that, that's a terrible news. At least we will be put out of our misery. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think now. Yeti, that's no good. Yeah. Well, you know what? Leprechauns. What about leprechauns? Oh, don't even start. I mean, I guess we all got a little leprechaun in us, right? The fucking charm. Yeah. We'll find Seamus in his shillelagh, right? So. I love a good shillelagh. All right. Well, we are out of time. Um, Harry, thank you so much for coming back on the show and talking about your new music and your new direction. Uh, we'll call it. Uh, is there any last shouts you want to make? Like when's uh, Karma's a bitch could be out? Yeah, Karma's bitch. Um, this spring. Um, you know, I'm not sure on the date. It'll be a surprise. Right. Um, okay. I will. I will make a promise that guys uh, will. Be the first to know. You know, Aww. who knows? Maybe um, awesome. I was working on a music video for another song, and you know, maybe uh, some special people will be in it. Nice. And sing. That that could be quite exciting. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think if I know any special people. <laughs> I know a dragon. There's one that lives three doors down. He's pretty special. <laughs> You know, practice your dance moves. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna TikTok the shit out. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming back. We really, Thanks. really appreciate it. Thanks for letting me uh, invite myself on. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah, any, we love it. We love yeah, it. anytime, man. Yeah, you're you're welcome anytime, and we will talk to you soon. And I definitely keep in touch because when the conversation bitch comes out, we'll have you back on the show again. <laughs> awesome. Hundred percent, right. and thank you so much for sharing that as well. Because it's you know, it, there's obviously you know happy bits and sad bits in right. there, but it's a it's a good, it's a brilliant thing to share, and we appreciate it, and the listeners appreciate it. you know, and the honesty makes it awesome as well. In terms of you listen to the record again, all right, um, <laughs> which I just totally trivialised the whole thing. So I'm going to shut up now. But it was brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Harry. Have a great night, buddy. All right. Good night. Mike five, what's happening? Hey, bro. I was just thinking, like, with that question, I can't think of any that, you know, 
Yeah, you see, like, all that ghosts and ghouls, they're normally bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think unicorns could be okay, but there's a danger to, you know, accidentally hit people in the back. Right. Them. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that, I mean, wasn't that brilliant? Just, uh, oh, I, man, uh, it yeah. was. So, brand new direction for Ill-Advised, so I'll be sure to get stuff out. It'll be out very, very soon. But we had a great time and world premiere, yet another world premiere, which is awesome. So very thankful for that. So a big thank you for joining us for part one and literally the quickest time we've ever played uh, the, the the musical guest uh, song arc that quickly. But anyway, cool. And yeah. <laughs> it did make sense though, right? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, you know I mean, it's, it's one of those where anyone that's, you know, Harry's been on the show, I don't know how many times over the last three, four years. Anyone that's heard his music yeah. would probably be like, oh, when they say different direction, what do they mean? So yeah, just play it and you go, oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? <I> see. <laughs> so, man, we are going to kick off part one and get right back into the heavy stuff. So first off is a brand new song by Dichroma, author of brand new EP. This is called War for War. Dig this.
Right on. Dichroma with War for War. And man, you can't tell me didn't have a little bit of Panther influence in there. And just the just the 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 the, the, the climbing uh climbing like heavy like guitaric uh riff. Um I'm trying to think of, of a better way to put it, but you know what I mean? Like do 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 like like I just like just heavy as fuck and it just it just balls the wall like great metal man. I love it. Love this new EP. Like and uh, even better, Daikumat is Canadian. So Oh there you go. Extra brownie points. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's absolutely brilliant. I mean it really is top notch. I know what you mean, that kind of choppy guitar thing is just absolutely brilliant. Um it's kind of like a um <laughs> I was going to say, it's kind of like a, a sea shanty type thing, right? But obviously right. pumped into a load of metal. But what I mean by that is that kind of... Din, 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 just It takes you on that kind of journey. You're kind of bobbing up and down. Speaking um, of which, did you watch the Trier Park Boys sea shanty I sent you, sorry? Uh, no, I don't remember you sending me that. Oh, really, man? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll send it again then. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, <laughs> okay, it's, about nice. bubbles, it's about Bubbles Cats. So. Oh, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but absolutely brilliant. You know, these guys are just heavy, in your face, tight. There's no kind of, you know, wasted noise in there. It's just really tight. Um, just like, I don't know how you describe it, just the, the the way it sits, like it's that kind of metal where they haven't stripped out all the mids, but there's enough kind of bass and everything in there that it kind of, oh, I don't even know how you describe it, just pushes it through the speaker right into your face, basically. <laughs> <But> yeah, <it's laughs> absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, on a side note, I've just been told that there is a, 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 um, a mythical creature called the Mountain Haggis, which apparently would make a great pet. So wish I'd known that before. <laughs> okay then <laughs> I don't know if it's I assume no I'm not going to assume anything God knows what it is I assume it's something to do with actual haggis but I don't know okay well fair enough um, <laughs> but uh, yeah but either way <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure how can I carry on from there but uh, we, we, we <laughs> you, you, you've stunned him <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> no, oh no, no no it's fine no, no apologize don't be sorry. Be quiet. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> right. So next up. Oh, next up we have brand new Kingstorm. Of course, we're a good old buddy, Ron Bowes. And the song is called Sweet Salvation. And you know what? Since we haven't had anybody do any Lana for a free, oh, yeah. for a free copy of Hands of Blue. How about um, we say, okay, well, this song's called Sweet Salvation by Kingstorm, so Rombos, right? Now, there's another band who has a song called Salvation, an indie unsigned band. Name that band, <laughs> name that band and we will send you a free EP of the new Hands of Blue album So called Quiet Your Ghost. But until then, here's uh, Kingstorm and Sweet Salvation. Do this.
on Kingstorm uh, Rombo's man um, he well he put an email and said this is a banger and a very loud one so uh, <laughs> what a great tune and yes man sweet salvation and uh, I, I mentioned uh, off air I said if you can tell me uh, another any band that has a song called Salvation we'll give you a free copy of uh, the new Has a Blue EP but great tune heavy rock and roll loved it man Rombo's is always awesome and uh, another great tune yeah, he's he's absolutely incredible. Like he does so many collaborations with so many different musicians, it's ridiculous. 
Um, you know, this one is just like, oh, okay, I'll sing. And then yep. you've got these other people doing all this other cool stuff. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, but it's just proper hard, bluesy rock. It's absolutely fantastic. And I'm, I'm just going to caveat because I got a couple of messages at the same time. <laughs> when, when I said Sea Shanty a little while ago about that other song, I meant it was choppy, like the wall, like choppy guitars, like the choppy wall. I didn't mean like the that thing on TikTok, which actually is all right, but... Um, Sarah <laughs> Bright Boys, come on. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, I still haven't seen that, but that's, yeah. I just meant choppy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just choppy. I'll stop talking. Soon. It's not a I'll question of where it grips it. Like, <laughs> like, exactly, it's like, like oh, a, a bit, a bit. Well, <laughs> we did do the nose and the hat, but she's a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, side note, Dr. Bones does not necessarily speak for Mike 5 at all times. So. <laughs> oh, no, you totally do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, oh, not, let's not pretend that we're not both giggling away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> right on, man. Well, we have next up, brand new Southern's Row, a song called Paradox. Dig this.
Right on. That was a brand new Southers Row called Paradox. And what a great tune. And so uh, happy that Nathan sent along to us. And we got it like maybe uh, three days ago, I think. And it's like, oh, cool. Then that came up. And then, you know, and then Bandcamp Friday's like, okay, well, we have brand new Kiyotoba. It's like, but I'll, I'll, I'll ask first, make sure we can play stuff first. And then I'll keep one of the older singles on, on uh, standby just in case. And then we get a message from her saying, oh, thanks so much for, for the support. And by the way, you can play any song you'd like off the new EP. I have not submitted them to any radio stations yet. So we have first crack. How about that, eh? Oh, man. I mean, that just, it warms your heart. Oh, yeah, I mean? man. It's amazing. Like, I, I love all the support we get from musicians. And I mean, I know we give a lot of support back, but it's just nice. And it just, you know, it's, it's nice to, 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 to feel recognized for, <clears throat> for stuff we do. And just the fact that we're doing this because we love music. This is no BS. We, we like, literally, literally, and literally love music, so. Absolutely. And, you know, Harry from an advised earlier was obviously talking about, you know, it's all about money and whatever. I mean, obviously, we get paid millions for doing this. Which oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's, you know, it, why wouldn't we want to sit here on a Saturday night listening to music? It's, like, no-brainer. Um I absolutely love this track. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a real fan of um, <laughs> proggy instrumental stuff. And I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm only a fan of it. And I only know it exists because of this show <laughs> for the last half of the years. <laughs> I wouldn't have had a clue where to find something like this years ago. But, um, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Like, you know, the guitar work and everything is, is absolutely bang on. They're super talented. Um, I say they. I can't remember if this is a band or a single person. But either way. Uh, absolutely talented to to fuck basically it's brilliant um it just you know you listen to that and you go oh wow that was good it's just one of those reactions you know where you think oh that's a little bit special actually i love it very very cool oh, oh that was very cool yeah exactly right <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that, exactly that kind of thing you go, wow that was really good <laughs> uh, well next up man we have brand new phono lux and the song's called phantom vibration sig this
Right on. So how how is that for pretty tripped out and amazing? That was uh, 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 Lux with Phantom Vibrations. Man, I love the reverb and uh, just the, 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 the tripped out feel to it. Like, it, uh, vocally, you know, it just, it just besides the reverb, it just had that certain kind of, kind of twist and kind of almost vibrating, uh, um, not quite flanger pedal, but really cool sound and just kind of just you know it kind of you, you almost picture the 60s uh like late 70s or 60s like early 70s right away when you hear the song yeah it's definitely got that psychedelia thing going on isn't it? Uh, cool. um, man yeah that's a, that's a great tune i just i love that it's kind of i mean for me i hear like bits of so much there's bits of blur in there um, for me and just the, the vocal delivery which I think I've probably said about that band before um, there's bits of that whole kind of yeah psychedelic tripped out stuff. I mean the ending was just like whoa where are we going here um, uh, yeah, it's down the rabbit hole kind of stuff absolutely fantastic to be honest with you um, just a great gene that sort of took me and I was like oh what's happening now and then oh there's something here it's just one of those you know like this uh, hey, brilliant alright well We'll get to our next song in just one moment here, and it's it's a good tune. It's actually um, this is the one uh, the other day like like oh yeah you were quick but I have a couple suggestions uh, to send over to you. It's like, like oh great <laughs> now I gotta read this stuff again but okay no problem. So this this is one of them and this I mean I'm not I'm not, I'm not discrediting it because it's great music so. The next one up is a band called, well, it's only one of band, but an artist, his name is uh, Ronan uh, Furlong, and right now uh, his tw- his Twitter account is currently suspended for some reason, but we don't know, but it's okay, so, because I, I looked him up, yeah. Like, yeah, I looked him up, it's like, oh, his uh, Twitter account is, uh, is uh, suspended for some reason, so, okay, no problem. Fine. Okay. Right, right, so, but the artist's name is Ronan Furlong, and the song is called Your Joy, dig this. Your joy is like an arrow in me, feeling big in my heart as it's feeding the weeds in my soul. Cut deep is like a razor in me, feeling twisted, my needs feeling spreading its seed more and more.
It's like a knife on the side There's a feeling of loss And it's hard to disguise Cause when you're down and at the edge of the night It seems the whole of the world Lost in sorrow and spite Right on Ronan Furlong with your joy And man That was, that was Wow um, I'm, not, I'm not sure quite how to approach this song I mean obviously he was kind of, kind of folk And and uh, almost had a kind of, kind of campfire feel to it, but um, yeah, it just it just it just went so many different directions. It was very cool. Like, I love love the, the vocals to it, but yeah, it just it just the between the time signatures and the boom boom back in the back and forth. It was like uh, it was very cool, but very like I'm not sure quite how to put it. To be honest with you, <laughs> it was. I mean, it's just like amazing riffy prog rock, and then this. I just think amazing kind of folk, almost folk metal kind of twist, like with all the, you know, the dueling guitars and the harmonies, but done in this sort of, you know, almost, uh, almost kind of, um, I don't know, almost kind of Tudor way. <laughs> you know, so it was just like, oh, this is like old and new and bang together. And he's super talented. This whole album, which I think is called The King of Leaves, I think, is absolutely brilliant. I've been listening to this over and over again recently. Um, that's why I reforwarded it to you because he sent he sent the tracks in one of those weeks where we had like you know right. brilliant submissions. I was like, dude, you got to go and check this out again because it's so good. Uh, but yeah, I absolutely love it. It's a great album. He's a very very talented artist, and um, yeah, I'm really really digging that. Uh, to be honest with you, it's brilliant. Right on. Well, next, up, who do we have next? Oh yes, oh, awesome. Yeah, we have, we have Hilo, <laughs> and uh, they do have a new um, call EP uh, out on uh, Bandcamp, and they did uh, a low-fi recording of uh, their favorite songs from Cyclops in acoustic. And man, it's so badass! I've listened to it like five times already, so. Be sure to pick it up. But until then, here is a song by a band, a chaos band called High Low, The Kings of Fuzz. The song's called Surf Cop Steam. It's off their new album, Cyclops. Take this. That was high low with serve cops theme. I could bring the tweet out and I'm just fishing the tweet out right now. But it's a great tune, very short, but just so powerful and so uh so much fun. I mean just like these guys are the kings of fuzz, like uh but you got <laughs> you have to check the album uh Cyclops, it's on their band camp right now. I think there might still be a few vinyl copies left. 
And if you haven't got one, please get one. I mean, it's well worth getting one because it's absolutely fantastic. The vinyl is beautiful as well. I've been telling you, haven't I, how beautiful yes. it is. And now you've got it. You can see how beautiful it is. You know, um, it's just gorgeous. Like, it smells great when you open it up. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, like, Hilo are absolutely outstanding. You know, I talked a lot about, you know, all the great work they did last year, just releasing stuff. Um, you know, in these in the form of these kind of short form EPs, and then this massive vinyl double, um, uh, you know, uh, vinyl at the end um, was just superb. To be perfectly honest, that's a great track. Um, I love that they do kind of minute and a half tracks, and we don't have a time to breathe before it's over. Right, that's yeah. <laughs> pretty cool. Um, and yeah, it's just you know, like you say, Kings of Fuzz, great melody, great music. Um, obviously, if you've never heard them before, check out everything else because they do also sing and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah but just that was instrumental, but uh, they, they are cool. Yeah. And uh, like I said, um, I will um, get in direct contact with Stephen Lee and we'll set up an interview at some point uh, in the next little bit. So, because we have uh, 21 Grams coming up on March 20th, uh, I'm trying to schedule um, the Southern Baptist, which comes for next Saturday, the 13th. And then the 27th, we'll have just a regular show, so no interview. And then the following week, I'm taking that week, the weekend off because it's Emmett's birthday. So uh, we will resume after that again on the 13th with uh, One Blind Mouse, which will be badass as hell. So we got a lot of fun stuff and interesting stuff coming up. So next up, we have a band called No Serial Killer. The song's called I Love Myself. Take this.
Right on. No serial killer with I Love Myself. No, man, how cool and funky and jazz poppy was that? That When I heard that song, I was like, oh, man, I'm definitely going to put this on uh, right away. But great tune. Loved her vocals and just it's such a good collaboration, man. I just love the production. What a great tune that was. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. I mean, the piano and the guitar work is just brilliant it's really beautiful like the guitarist is really good and there's some nice little licks in there it's kind of a really uh really kind of simple sound like there's no no fluff on it no no sort of you know it's not weighed down or anything like that and so it's just you know from a guitarist point of view and i am biased as a guitarist but (laughs) it's just beautifully played it's so well played you go well they're not hiding behind anything there um and then the piano works so brilliantly with it like you know where the piano is kind of going along you almost don't need the drums i mean there are there is drums in that track but you almost don't need them to be honest with you because the piano kind of does the rhythm work for you um the the guitar then kind of chips in and helps you know boost that and back up some of the vocal melody and then right. the vocal is brilliant because it's like laid back totally confident totally cool yeah i'm just brilliant and that's that kind of thing you're like wow and then the lyrics are i love myself so yeah what yeah (laughs) oh fantastic mate (laughs) right on man well our last song for part one here is one that came up for sale uh on bandcamp friday which i purchased right away because i came out a few days before they said but you know, our new song is coming out on Bandcamp, but we got Bandcamp Friday, and I did. I picked up, and it's a, a brand new song by by Marvel Line, which we played a bunch of before from their last album, which is an awesome album. But this is their newest song. It's called Our Parade. Do this, Marvel Line.
Right on, Marvel Line with Our Parade, a brand new single by then, which came out a few days ago, but I bought on Bandcamp Friday to make sure they get the money for it, all proceeds. But what a great tune, and and a, and a cool um, kind of transition from from their previous album, and uh, I, I can't wait to see where they're going to go from here, because it's, like, it's a cool change, and they're constantly evolving to have such a, an eclectic a mix of, of genre that, that they are but it's always awesome I love this tune man yeah these guys are absolutely fantastic um, I didn't actually see this yesterday I just bought it just now while I was listening to it because I like <laughs> <Yoink. laughs> yeah um, so I didn't see it and to be honest I, you know as you know I don't buy a lot of singles I tend to buy EPs and albums right. but that was so good I was like oh, I'll grab that <laughs> and it's like one job um yeah absolutely brilliant um you know these but these guys are one of those where you know everything they do is slightly different they experiment with different sounds they do different things it's a really really tight sound it sounds really really cool um and that track i don't know it just gives off a happy kind of 90s indie vibe doesn't it which i really absolutely yeah yeah it's wicked Right on, man. Well, that's going to do it for part one. So we'll be back for part two in about 15, 20 minutes uh, for uh, Down the Rabbit Hole, which is just it's so fucked, <laughs> so fucked, but so good. And and th- this this was fantastic because honestly, like I said in the past, uh, in the past, like, I guess, a couple weeks, we have we've had an, a huge influx of female artists and we have some great ones. And I put some into it, so we'll we'll be kind of it'll be the hashtag done rabbit hole, but also hashtag um, um, a hats off a note and salute to uh, women in, in music in general because we have to carry some of them over till next week for another uh, for another part. So it's gonna be one badass part too. So like it's just just trust me, you're in for a real treat. So until. Well, Again, that was a very long hashtag at the end. <laughs> I, have to, well, I have to rethink that. Well, you don't even have to end the entire sentence, but you know what I mean. Like, it's not because where it grips it. Come on. <laughs> hashtag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that was that was that was a brilliant part one. We'll talk a bit more about Bandcamp Prime in part two as well. Should we will share some purchases? Oh, we will, will we? And then and then we'll do some Super Bowl stuff too, right? So. Oh, yeah, I don't know anything right. about that. I think it's a bit like rugby, only they wear lots of padding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll be back in about 15, 20 minutes. Until then, this has uh, been Dr. Bones saying Bones out in Mike 5. I didn't mean to offend anyone who likes the Super Bowl. Oh, and here we go. Uh, Dr. Krieger, uh, how about your ant laser? Memory banks of the supercomputer. Woo! Shrinky ding that! Krieger out! <laughs>